Welcome to Senior Times Travel Pod, in association with Travel Department. You're very welcome to another Travel Pod in association with Travel Department. I'm Gary Cook and you're listening to the Senior Times. So let's get straight to it. Today we're talking about Italy. What a magical and varied cultural masterpiece it is. And to talk about it, I am joined by a travel expert and former travel department employee, uh, Gina Hingerty. You are very welcome, Gina. Thank you. Italy, tell me, what is it about Italy that makes this such a magical, magical place? Well, there are so many things, um, apart from obvious um, holiday attractions like sunshine and beautiful scenery and lovely people, it's really a combination of places and things and traditions and delicious food. And as soon as you step off, step off the plane in Italy, you just feel wonderful. You know, there's a great adventure ahead and you're going to have a great time. It was only in the 1860s um, that there was a, a move to unify all of the different states and kingdoms uh, into one unified country. Um, and... That took a number of years to achieve, and in doing so, uh, it became Italy as we know it today. Um, but having said that, when you go to Italy now, you each time you go, you can choose a different place to stay, uh, different experiences, um, hear a different version perhaps of the language, because there's still a lot of dialects there. You have a fantastic range of cuisines from north to south and then everything in between. And you have all kinds of different sceneries from the Alps and the north, right down to the lovely Mediterranean seascapes that you would see in the south. So each time you can go back to your favourite place or you can choose a different place every time. It certainly looks like a place where there's an awful lot to explore. Even just looking at it on the map, it looks like the longest place in the world. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes. Not quite as long as Chile, but nonetheless. You uh, have been in the travel industry for many, many years, Gina. Yes. Uh, and uh, you've worked as a say, travel department for, you worked there for 14 years. Yes. So you really do have the, the credentials of this industry. I think I do, yeah. <laughs> you think you do. I, I like to recommend um, my favourite places to, okay. uh, to people. Um, so in my working life, I did that. Um, and I was lucky enough to work with Italy mostly over those years and even to live there for a while. So um, I consider myself blessed. <laughs> let's let's get into Italy. Mm. The place that everybody obviously knows uh, is Rome. Mm-hmm. I've been there. It is a remarkably magical place with an atmosphere I can't quite describe. Uh, it's a very welcoming kind of place in ways it, the history almost feels like it's saying Come on in. You are welcome. Yes. Am yes. I right? Yes, you are. You are. It is a very welcoming place. Very lively. Um, lots of fun to be had. Lots of um, history and art um, and tradition, but also plenty of relaxing time uh, sitting in open air cafes and enjoying hearing about Rome from Romans themselves. They're very proud of their culture and their traditions. Um, a visit to Rome is probably the first ambition of people who haven't been to Italy before that would be where they would like to go and start off. Rome itself, mm-hmm. right? we all have been 
to the Colosseum, we've been to the Trevi Fountain. Yes, to St. Peter's. On the one hand, you would say, well, everybody's been there, we don't need to talk about it. But Mm. that's actually, some of these places, particularly St. Peter's, Mm -hmm. indescribable atmosphere, isn't there? Yes, there is, there is. Yeah, when you see people queuing to visit the Pietà, and with tears in their eyes, and people who have come from all over the world in a very emotional state, and to go into the Sistine Chapel and to see the magnificent art, uh, it's a privilege to see that. It really is. The feeling I got was that you're very definitely in the presence of something that is far greater than self, as it were, mm-hmm. um, and that all of the, this monument to history and to you know, amazing art and just to the seat of power in the world. It all comes together in this kind of, um, in, this, in this amazingly historic way. Yes. It cannot be ignored. As a matter of interest uh, in Rome itself, what are the off the beaten track uh, adventures in, in Rome? If you were to cross the river Tiber uh, into the Trastevere, which means across the Tiber, um, you will find a huge number of really interesting restaurants, um, a lot of open air dining going on, a really lively atmosphere, a bit of street entertainment perhaps. And that's a lovely thing to do when you're staying in Rome, to capture some very special atmosphere. And then even some more famous places like Piazza Navona, where you can just sit and stare at a fountain or a sculpture while you're having a, an Aperol spritz or whatever is your favourite aperitivo and chat to some locals and again watch some perhaps some street entertainment and um, everything moves very fast in Rome. It all appears slightly chaotic at times but it all works. Yeah, I do remember in uh, years in Rome coming across um, street excavations and perhaps they would be putting down a new metro station but they had to stop because they would suddenly find that they were uncovering a Roman ruin or, or, or something that just could not be ignored. So everybody had to wait. And they really respect their culture. Um, OK, perhaps they did drive a road through the Roman Forum, which is unfortunate. But you can, it means that when you're standing at the edge of that road, you can see right into the Forum. Uh, so it has its pluses and minuses and modern life has to, to carry on. But... Um, the great thing about Italian cities, including Rome, is that so much of what you can enjoy seeing is out in the open air and you can just walk and, and admire. You don't have to go into a museum or into a cathedral or a church to see um, something memorable. You can experience it and see it out in the street. They, they love, uh, there's a, an Italian saying, la bella figura, which means really a great, a good impression. So people are always very well turned out. Um, historical figures are beautifully represented. The Swiss guards are in their finery, um, not a stitch out of place. Everybody really enjoys seeing that kind of spectacle. And the travel, uh, travel department tour, typical tour with travel department, what, what would that look like of Rome? Well, um, there would be um, an option to go on a city break. Um, whereby your guide picks you up at the airport and gives you a nice introductory talk on the journey from the airport to the hotel. And then uh, the following day, after you've settled in and had a nice aperitivo and got to know your surroundings, you would go out on an escorted tour with your guide, um, mostly in the the bus, in the coach, um, 
air conditioned, of course, uh, expert driver, and uh, off you would go to see the main sites um, and the kind of orientation so that you would know then after that where you would like to revisit or explore a little bit further um, in your own free time. Uh, so it's largely guided. You do a free time. Yes. And if you are sort of nervous traveler or anything, you needn't be. Is my sense of it that exactly they yeah. look after everything? Is yeah, that correct. Yeah, so from the minute you you set off really, um, and you arrive you arrive into the airport, your guide is waiting for you with a nice travel department flag, and you then straight away know that somebody is going to look after your best interests and set you on the right path to having a really enjoyable holiday, carefree. Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Are you interested in trying a new smartphone but still a little unsure? Do you want a phone that offers larger icons with louder sound and an interface that has technology designed for seniors? Well, why not choose from the Doro range by simply visiting doro.ie? Doro. Make friends with innovation. Let's travel to Tuscany. Yes. Tuscany looks beautiful. Yes. It looks like the wine is to die for. It is. Uh, tell me about <laughs> Tuscany. Tuscany um, would be in the centre of Italy, more or less. So it's got a coastline on the Mediterranean um, and its inland uh, landscape is probably one of the most famous um, and the most photographed for holidays to Italy. Um, absolutely pristine countryside. It's really quite quite remarkable how they've managed to hide anything unattractive from the, the visitor's eye. It's uh, agricultural, um, so apart from growing wine, they, there are crop fields, there are... In the autumn time, you get a beautiful golden sunset in Tuscany that is not matched anywhere else. It looks... Visually, it looks absolutely amazing. And I've seen that sort of... Uh, rustic uh, autumnal look yes with the cypress trees and the the lovely um unspoiled look that it has Re- really lovely and the vineyards of course as you say the wine is spectacular for a travel department holiday there mm-hmm. tour there where would you be going you would you would stay in a town called uh, Montecatini um which is inland about half an hour from the coast let's say it is in two parts, as many Italian towns are, because there's the old hilly part, uh, Montecatini Terme, which is very historic and very well preserved, as, as most of them are. And then uh, a slightly newer town, but it, it has still been popular for holidays since for a couple of hundred years, because one of its main attractions was the thermal spa network that they have there. So you can go to enjoy having a treatment in a spa or just a wallow in a thermal bath um, and the quality of the water there the the thermal waters makes you feel rejuvenated and then there are pavement cafes and parks and green areas all over the town so it's one of those places where you always feel that nobody seems to be in too much of a hurry in Montecatini it's very very civilized people are friendly English is spoken of course uh, because they're used to having visitors from all over the world there are lovely restaurants lovely traditional hotels that are used to welcoming travel department guests for a long long time 
And it's quite flat, is it? Yes, the main town is flat. Yeah. Um, the upper part you can reach by um, a cable car, I think it is, or a funicular. One of those old-fashioned forms of transport that's fun to use. And then when you reach the higher part of the town, the old town, you, you that's where you take your photographs of the valleys below and the, the lovely old town. And what kind of temperature are we talking about? Like When's a good time to go if you don't want too much heat? For Tuscany and most places in Italy, the ideal times to go would be between April and the end of June and then again September, October. You can go at other times of the year, of course, but that's when it's warm but not too scorching hot and... Um, nice little cool breeze and cooler at night time. Very little rain, usually. Um, just a good time for sightseeing, because if you're going to embark on a, on a nice day trip out into the Tuscan countryside or to see Pisa and Lucca and the other beautiful cities, and of course Florence, you, you need a, a nice temperature for walking around and um, enjoying all the sights. So I would recommend those months. And those are the months that the tourists with Travel Department mostly operate. You mentioned Pisa. I think you can fly in to there from... Yes. With Ryanair, can't you? Yes, you can, yeah. Um, many of the holidays are based on flights to Pisa or Bologna, which is not that far either. The tower is obviously the, the most uh, popular attraction and um, people love going to see that and taking their photograph, um, pretending that they're actually holding up the tower. Um, which is a, a little camera trick people have. Yes, I've seen that done. It's a little bit unoriginal at this point. Yes. It's been done a lot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. what is the architectural status of that, by the way? Um, I heard years ago that it was never going to fall, and then somebody else told me, oh, no, it will. I, didn't, what, what I believe it? some work was done on it, and they're happy now that it's safe. Let's talk a little bit about a few other uh, travel department destinations. Mm-hmm. What about the Amalfi Coast? The Amalfi Coast is my favourite. I love the Amalfi Coast. Every time I arrive there, I can smell the citrus from the citrus groves. I can also look for the pizzeria where I'm going to have my favourite pizza. Um, I just think that coastline is the most beautiful coastline in Italy. Can I ask you exactly where is it? Well, uh, you would fly to Naples. And if you were going on a travel department holiday, you would be staying on the Sorrento Peninsula which is the start of the Amalfi Coast. It's about an hour from Naples, uh, south of there. And you would have a seven-night stay, and you would visit some of the main attractions. More or less every other day, you'd have an excursion. So one of them would be the actual Amalfi Coast. So you would get to see Positano and Amalfi. Um, Lovely, lovely towns that are impossibly built into a cliffside, um, in the case of Positano. And Amalfi itself was a former maritime republic so it's full of history and it's got a beautiful church in the centre that people love to visit and um, all along the way a sort of a rugged coastline that's like no other in Italy and the, the, the blue of the Mediterranean is also the bluest. It looks very blue mm. from any of the photographs yeah. I've seen. Is, it a, yeah. is that a Zuri blue where Italy gets its football? Yes, they love they that that. Um, name the uh, azzurro meaning blue yes exactly it's a sea blue and when you go to capri on your day trip which is another um, fabulous experience uh, you travel over by ferry and you arrive capri is like a rock built into the sea so you arrive at a, a port and then you climb higher up so that you get these marvelous panoramic views all around the small island towards the amalfi coast and out into the azure mediterranean it is traditionally a 
the island for lovers is that correct oh yes it's very romantic and featured in many movies over the years romantic comedies and um very very chic lots of lovely boutiques and beautiful restaurants with gorgeous views yeah and then for your history part on that holiday you're going to visit pompeii so that is unmissable as well and the guides really bring it to life now is that vesuvius yes it's in it's in the foothills of vesuvius yeah 89 AD was when it was destroyed. Um, How does any of it still exist? Did it cool? Did the lava cool? And it preserved a city that you can see today. You wouldn't believe how much detail is there and how carefully they have preserved it and renovated it. And every day they're discovering more. And in Herculaneum, which is close by, but Pompeii is the the included excursion. On your free days, though, on that holiday, you could take the train to Herculaneum which is right beside Pompeii. And you can go up to the rim of Vesuvius if you if you would like, if you're adventurous type. Travel department, they, how, how often can you go there with travel department? Well, more or less weekly in the season. So um, that season really starts in April and finishes up uh, towards the end of September, usually, or early October. Um, so if you prefer to travel in the cooler months, because... You know, it can be pretty warm in the Bay of Naples. <laughs> um, that's always an option. And it is lovely to do that. Um, very relaxing and not so crowded off season as well. Let's move south. Mm-hmm. Sicily. Sicily. There are two holidays to Sicily with Travel Department. And one of them involves a stay in Palermo, which is really fascinating. And it is a city that is well worth a visit. It's, it's full of atmosphere. So... Tell us about Palermo. What is that? Well, it's right on the sea for a start. So if you like wandering around, looking at ships and fishing harbours, if that's your thing, you can do that. Or you can visit some magnificent churches and museums. There is a place nearby called Monreale, which is um, a former former royal palace, I believe. Um, And there are restaurants which serve food, which is very unlike the food in the rest of Italy, so that's a culinary adventure as well that you can experience. Okay, so how so different? Um, Well, they have influence from, for example, North Africa. So you might be eating couscous in Sicily, whereas you wouldn't in the rest of Italy. Uh, You might find uh, a lot of of seafood, sardines, for example, pasta with sardines. Uh, One of my favourite dishes in Sicily is pasta alla norma, which would be with aubergines and pecorino cheese and tomato sauce. And you can make that at home too. Easy. <laughs> is Sicily easily uh, traversable? Can you... It's much larger than people imagine. Well, it looks yeah. big. Look, yes, it, looks it is. Big. It's pretty big. I mean, it take from one side to the other probably about, would take about three hours by road. But there are good motorways. Um, they have two main um, airports. That uh, at the moment there's a direct flight Dublin Palermo. So uh, on one of the holidays you will have two nights in Palermo and the rest in Giardini Naxos, which is near Taormina another must-see place in Sicily. And the other one is based entirely in Giardini Naxos and includes a visit to the Aeolian Islands, which um, anybody who likes to get out onto the sea and see some boats and dolphins jumping and beautiful little islands um, for, a, for a change from mainland Sicily is very, very interesting. And how hot is it there? Because I believe Sicily is very warm. It is very warm. And again, you can choose your time to go. You can travel in the spring, early summer or in the autumn. Or you can go in the summer if you're a sun worshipper, because more or less every other day during your one week holiday, you can just flop. So Gina, uh, 
Thank you very much. There is so much to talk about. Would you come back and talk to us again? I'd be delighted to come back and talk again. That was Gina Hingerty talking about Italy. And once again, thanks to our sponsors, Expressway, Dorophones and Travel Department. And will phone poke new awet, and will knappy no fum nis orjoet, nis eskalehusaj, faker no phone intakata gwin, on show, egg daro, and von klishte is dani, gidi gohan la hai glinna, agus taskina, tarod egen, gogachtina, tanismo olis, egg daro.com.